Before we get started on today's show, let's talk about how you could get in touch with us. You can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. You can call us and leave a voicemail at 347 True Love, 347 878 5683. You can also direct message us on Instagram at first comes love TCM. Lindsay and Aaron sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby in the baby carriage. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this eighth episode, we'll be talking about waiting patiently. So listen in. Let's go. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And this is our eighth episode starting us off baby so after everything i say i want you to say love okay <laughs> okay that's a, okay that's what we do right now patience love kind love sweet love kind love patience love kind love sweet love kind <laughs> okay so today we're going to be talking about patience mm-hmm. and i had this i came up with the topic today because there's a lot of people in our age group, and I'm talking about like within a 10-year span from like 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. That's the part where you see your friends having children, you see your friends getting married, and some people feel like rushed. Mm-hmm. Their time is ticking. And so I just wanted to know for you, baby, when was there a time where you were patient and it paid off? Mm. Yes. The main time that I was patient in our relationship was when I thought you were going to propose to me and we had been together for 10 years. We were taking a huge trip, a big trip. We were going away. Um, Aaron's sister lives in London and we were going to the London Olympics in 2012. Huge for four weeks. I was making this big itinerary. You know, we were we were we bought tickets to see the Olympics. We were going to Paris. We were doing everything. And I was like, this is the trip. We have been together 10 years. So it's going to be like a whole culmination. It's our 10 year dating anniversary. It's a whole thing. And I thought you were going to propose. And then we went on the trip and it was amazing. Oh my goodness. Made a scrapbook. (laughs) And we came away from the trip and I didn't even realize that you didn't propose to me because it was such a good trip until I got back to work. (laughs) And one of my coworkers was like, girl, uh, he didn't propose. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, he, he, he doesn't want you. Y'all been together forever. Like she was in my ear and good intentions, of course, I believe, but she was like, what's going on? Like something, she, she alerted me that, oh my goodness, something might be wrong. Um, so 
I honestly, I came to you and I was like, hey, so my coworker says such and such. And because we're so honest and we share and we communicate, you kind of just subsided anything, any anxiety I was having. And I was like, oh, we're cool. Everything's fine. And I stayed patient. Like I knew it was going to happen. We were in love. It just wasn't the right time. And timing is everything. Yep. I feel like, you know, we have to understand that God's timing is perfect. Just like pause right there. God's timing is perfect. And that's hard to understand in the moment. But I have time and time again seen it. So that that's one big example, you know, waiting to get proposed to. I feel like women are like, when is it going to happen? Not that. Well, no, because. I was raised that I could not propose to you. <laughs> yes. That was not going to happen. So it's it's waiting, you know, it's waiting. I was thinking about how you waited, you were patient about giving all your love to me mm. in, a, in a different type of sense of waiting. Yeah. But you always talked about before we were married, you withheld all the emotion that came that you knew that you had, right? Yeah. Like you didn't, you said like, don't give up, is it don't give up the goose? <laughs> don't, yeah, don't give up the goose. <laughs> yeah, don't give up the goose. <laughs> so I got that from. You, you say that all the time, but don't give up the goose. You, you withheld from me because you were being patient. And so I think that actually helped you, right? That and, and it helped us. It, it definitely helped me. It helped me emotionally. It helped me um, mentally because when you give everything, there is a, a, a greater expectation. You know, there's the greater expectation of he needs to propose. When you sent me that meme of the woman who um, had, she had all these kids by the man and she expected him to propose and get married to her. It's, it's something that is just natural. And I wasn't giving you everything. I wasn't giving you my all. I was giving you my best. I was being the best girlfriend I could be, but I stopped at that. I stopped at girlfriend. Um, and we had limits and we had boundaries. And so I withheld and you waited and then you, you know, and I waited. So in the midst of that, we kind of prepared each other mm-hmm. for the next step. I wanted to propose to you had this whole plan about closing ceremonies mm. and when the fireworks go up in the air I was going to like bring out a ring and and all this I mean it was our first time traveling internationally together yes and the olympics was such we were we were with my sister CJ shout out CJ for a whole month even so much so that like I saved up for it, then lost all my money and still had to come up with money <laughs> to that. to kind of because I was in college at the time. It was like my first or second year in college. Yeah. And I I worked for the first part of the trip. Yeah. You worked at I Apple. Worked at Apple overseas. At, overseas. You did like a transfer <laughs> yeah. thing. So you were working. My sister CJ actually got me a job helping her because she's a stage manager and so I helped her be like a stagehand or call the show, do something. I did something for her mm-hmm. to make some extra money. The The train ride every day to go to London from where she lived was like a hundred oh, bucks gosh, or something like so that. It was like, 50, it was, London was very expensive for me. And you, you talked about this trip, uh, 
I think two years. We have been it was, planning it. Yeah, because yeah, you know. You say we, you say we, but it was not we. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> we I weren't speaking French travel. back then. Okay, we we love to travel now. I love to travel. It's something I need to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, but. So it's speaking French and speaking Spanish. When she says I, 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 I that's speaking Spanish. Okay. When she says we, 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 we're speaking French. And she always likes to speak French now. But it was really, she was speaking Spanish because it was I, she planned that whole thing. Okay. And I just had to come up with the money for it. The whole system was a lottery system. So I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the closing ceremonies. Like we got basketball and we got track and field, but there's some tickets we couldn't get mm-hmm. and they were super expensive when we got there. And I thought it was time but I only thought it was time because of time. It wasn't, it, I didn't think it was time because of my maturity level, our, our relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. I only thought that it was time to propose because we've been together for 10 years. Exactly. And it was a good round number. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think, it, like, oh, I'm going to propose because I'm ready to be a husband. I'm ready for her to be my partner for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to share my world with her. It wasn't like that. So I feel like God closed doors mm-hmm. and was like no i'm not gonna ma- i'm gonna make sure that you have to pay this before you go on this trip so it costs this amount of money like when i could have proposed in paris in front of the uh what's eiffel it called? Tower. eiffel tower yeah we were there and we had a great time but it just it wasn't in the cards and i feel like being patient and not Forcing the issue mm-hmm. really helped our relationship, our marriage, our because I proposed the next year. The very next year, yeah. I proposed the very next year, and in that very and within that one year, I graduated from college. You got Lion King for six months, and had we gotten engaged, and, it might and not yeah, have you might not even have auditioned. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. like things things happen for a reason, and I know that's like cliche, but you have to be willing to wait, mm-hmm. right? I was never pressured that one time when you came to me, I remember very clearly (laughs) and, and you were like, yo, so-and-so said that you don't want to marry me and you don't want to be with me and you're playing around and stuff like that. And you, you made me sound really good when you were talking about it. I started going off on you. You was, was like that big head, yeah, no man. Da, yeah, da, 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 da. I, yeah. I was like that big head, no man having girl. <laughs> needs I remember. To, I remember. I was like, you need to check your friends on what how they speaking to you because they don't they don't know our relationship. They don't they don't know me at all. Exactly, and, and that goes back to who has your ear. There's no reason why this single woman would have had my ear at all mind you when you went back to talk to her about it she recently broke up with her boyfriend she had just broken up maybe she was you know misery exactly. company yeah i didn't put that into it was just like oh you right girl you know but mm-hmm. no I, I yep that is true <laughs> and so being patient and I, I really i really feel like being patient and waiting on the right opportunity and it really helps. And mm-hmm. it, you know how they always like, oh, patience is a virtue. And mm-hmm. it's hard. It's, it's, hard. It's, it's a hard thing to do, especially when you have comparison. Mm-hmm. But comparing your life and your journey to other people's journey can cause you to rush. And sometimes you need to wait. I think you are supposed to wait 
patiently, going back to patience, I think you're supposed to wait with expectation and almost joyfully. I know that sounds really optimistic, but I, I try to, if you put it in your mind, I try to take it there because like I said, after we had our conversation, I wasn't checking for you. I wasn't looking, when is he going to propose, checking your pockets, trying to figure out some things. I literally was like, okay, I need to be patient. I moved on. And like you said, mm-hmm. I moved on to, well, okay, what's my next endeavor? What's my career looking like? What's my family? How's this? How's that? You know, I just, I waited. And in the midst of waiting, I did what I needed to do. I continued to do what I thought God wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So wait and wait. Wait with the weight of waiting, but wait. <laughs> and then you wait some more. And you wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so yeah, wait patiently. Or patiently wait. So I am going to step in here and take over with Aaron's Am I Wrong? (laughs) Section. Yes. Segment. Segment. I am asking everyone this question because I actually, I want to hear from you. This is an issue that I have been dealing with for a long time. (laughs) And the funny thing about this Am I Wrong is we don't tell the other person (laughs) what it is before (laughs) we get started. So that's why he is like this right now, nervous. But seriously, so am I wrong, y'all? Aaron goes out and he has a good time. He goes out, he plays basketball, he meets with friends. He's, you know, doing what he needs to do for his mind, body, and spirit, that is fine. However, when he gives me a time of return and he does not show up at that time of return, I expect some sort of communication, a call, a text, something, okay? For instance, he says, I'm gonna be back in 30 minutes. I'm gonna be back at 2.30. 2.30 comes, I don't hear anything. I give him a couple hours later, I call him, I still don't hear anything. So am I wrong that I go off on him every time? He does this all the time, y'all, and I just have to get over it. But am I wrong? Should he call me? Shouldn't he text me? Let me know where he is, what's going on? See, okay, now I'm I'm going in. Uh, A couple of things. Lindsay doesn't understand losing track of time. No. Mm -mm. She doesn't understand it at all. I do when we're together. I let you talk. I let you talk. I let you talk. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. She doesn't understand losing track of time. Also, she... She doesn't understand the, like, if I'm doing a side job or, or doing a, I don't know, making some kind of money, some kind of way. She doesn't understand working. <laughs> it's hard to say that. But mm. ever since, and I've, I've worked, I worked since we were 14 years old and we've been together forever. So at, when I worked at Sears, she'll still call me and she doesn't understand why they don't, I'm at work or when I worked at, at Lucky Strike, LA Food Show, uh, Tavern on the Green, she expects me to stop everything I'm doing and answer the phone. And the thing is, I'm always like, you know exactly where I am. You know I'm not getting into any trouble. And if you didn't know where I am, we both have Find My iPhone. So you could track me easily and just find out where I am. But she wants to call me when I when I don't answer. She then proceeds to call about seven more times. Not not because I'm not answering, 
just so she could get herself more upset. Uh-uh. She's just working herself up. Uh-uh. And so I'm and so when I find my phone or I get my phone, sometimes my phone is dead. Sometimes my phone is on silent. Mm. I just learned how to turn my phone off of silent mode this year. Okay. <laughs> and and sometimes it's just like, oh, I didn't have my phone on me. She thinks it's the end of the world. And I say, baby, what was wrong? What happened? I, I, just, wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to know where you were. Okay. Let us know, please. So I can be at peace. This, this is a set. He can uh, be at peace. This is a you set. You can DM us on Instagram at first comes love TCM or you could call the voicemail at 347 true love that's TRU love that's 347-878-5683 or you can also email us at let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com so welcome back Mm-hmm. Baby, it's kind of like topsy turvy because I'm asking the questions and you did the MRI. I know it's different. <laughs> so we put a post on Instagram about what Chadwick Boseman said, and it was about wasting time. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to know from you and your experience in our relationship, what's the difference between waiting and wasting time? Wow, that has to do with discernment. And for me, I'm going to go back to God. I'm going to go back to what I know. And what I know is that if I am staying close to him, if I'm staying connected with God, if I'm in my word, if I'm praying, you know, I, I always pray, let me not make idol of your time. And so I think that there's a there's this constant pull between waiting and and being urgent yes and some things are urgent because you know me i'm always like yeah. oh my gosh yeah. when i get a hold of something it is i now. know n-o-w look zoom zoom okay i'm fat what's the fastest way we can go i've always been that way you know i was that way about school i was like okay i'm gonna graduate early we did it in three years okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna wrap it up in two right now i'm getting my master's again <laughs> in, in, in less than a year so i'm just I have that um, push. I don't want to say rush because yeah. <laughs> I'm not rushing. But I, 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 when I go, I just I do it with all of me. I think that as long as I'm staying connected with God, I understand the difference between waiting and wasting time. And I'm not wasting time. So even when I am sitting on the couch and I'm watching TV and I'm decompressing, I'm not wasting time mm-hmm. because I'm doing what I need to do at the moment for my mental health. If I, like you, can I say something about you? You, you be going in the bathroom for 45 minutes and he won that in my wrong segment. And that's what he needs to do for his mental health. I heard y'all, okay? And that's what he needs to do. Then he's not wasting time. This is what he needs to do to get back in the game, to get back and be the best person that you need to be. And so I feel that way. And as long as, like I said, as long as we are staying connected, um, then we're doing what's right. What about you, baby? Between waiting and wasting time is basically what you're doing in that time. You know, Mm. if I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs waiting, that I feel like that's the waste of time. It's like being idle, idle with your time. Um, you you can always be doing something. 
you know, and mm-hmm. you're one of those people who are always doing something. So you, I know you feel me. I know you feel me. <laughs> I do. Cause I'm like, you right. Yes. So if, if it comes to like relationships, wasting my time with a woman, like wasting my time with you, if I felt like I was wasting my time with you, it would be me just doing the same old, same old, not growing. And like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, just because we had time, but no growth, you know, Mm -hmm. the only thing that grew was the time we were together, then that's wasting time, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we've always pushed our relationship forward, pushed it forward. We, we worked on our relationship and that's how I knew I wasn't. When you work, when you're working on something, even though you're working on something. So when the opportunity strikes, you're ready for it. Yeah. And so that's what waiting is. You're, you're still working on something. And then when the opportunity strikes, boom, like when you were dancing and you are auditioning, you audition everywhere. And of course, Lion King was your last audition because that's where you got your job. But you got no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And as instead of just waiting, saying, I'm in Philadelphia, I'm a professional dancer. I know what I'm doing. You took voice lessons, right? Mm-hmm. And you and you went to other dance classes and, and you did stuff like that. You learned how to sing high and low. Mm-hmm. And you were waiting for the opportunity, but you weren't wasting time. Wasting time is just sitting back and saying, okay, this opportunity is going to happen. Right. I'm, I'm going to manifest it in my mind. Right. And everybody just positive vibes. <laughs> Loves love and light, right? Oh yes. So, so that's one of the things I differentiate. You have to get ready. I said that word right. Yeah. Thank you. Good too, baby. Yeah, you have to you have to be getting yourself ready. So, being a husband, do I have a solid understanding on what a being what being a partner is? Mm-hmm. Because that's mostly isn't marriage. It's about a whole bunch of things, but at the core, it's about being a partnership. And basically, you have to be prepared for that partnership. So some guys, they wait. They're like, oh, man, I can't get married right now because I need a job. Or I can't get married right now because I need this and I need that. And they're not really preparing yourself for marriage. They're just preparing themselves for a life by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you, you just have to... You just have to not waste time, like Chadwick Boseman said, <laughs> and yeah. be be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> get, yeah, while you're waiting. Yeah, get get ready. Get ready while you're waiting. Thank y'all for joining us on this eighth episode. We talked about waiting patiently and not wasting time. Please reach out to us if you have any questions or comments you can dm us on instagram at first comes love tcm you can call the voicemail at 347 true love t-r-u-l-o-v-e that's 347-878-5683 or you can email us at let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com see you next friday hi i just want to thank everybody for answering the am i wrong segments the last couple of podcasts we had a couple am i wrongs one was the sliders the sliders and i i think i won that one 
Well, yes, uh, possibly. Yes, and then episode <laughs> six was the travel one, mm-hmm. and I lost that one completely. Unanimously, unanimously for me. lost okay. that one, and we got a voicemail. So I, I was going to play this uh, voicemail from Bravita. Bravita, my girl. All right. Hey y'all. So listen, you already know who this is, and we just finished listening to episode six. Lindsay should definitely get to pick next year's trip because she had no control. Nobody had control over what happened this year. And guess what, Erin? You'll be together for the rest of your life. So it's not throwing anything really off. We just got to wait another year. What do you think? I think if you don't get a chance to plan your trip, because I think one year you can go on two trips. You might go on two vacations. You might go on two trips. So I think uh, if you – Whoever misses the trip gets the automatically gets the next trip because the the deal is to actually plan a trip, not who's next. But the deal is someone gets to actually plan a trip because I think just like she said, regardless of where y'all go, y'all gonna have a good time. So mm-hmm. y'all gonna create lots of memories. Yep. All right, you guys are amazing. I definitely enjoy listening to you, and I'm so happy to be a part of this. All right, love you. Bye. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> he watches over. Welcome back to the seventh. No. <laughs> we just went over this. Okay, I'm sorry. Eight. Kobe. Eight. Kobe. I know. Kobe. Eight. Praise God. Kobe. Praise God. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> uh, okay, eight. Wait. Okay. New beginnings. Okay. Eight. I know, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Is it welcome back? Whatever you want. Okay. It to be. Okay. <sighs> Thank y'all for joining us. Sorry, I was, I was breathing all up on that one. Sorry. Go ahead. Thank y'all for joining us on our eighth episode of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage. Please reach out. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't right, right? Please reach out. I know it wasn't right. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage. I'm say, Lindsay Jackson podcast. Com. Oh, I thought you were going to say podcast. It no. sounded like you were going to say something else. Okay. I know. Dot com. What is that? Because I just said the email. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage dot com. Are you drunk? <laughs> just say First Comes Love, oh Then Comes Marriage. I'm Lindsay Jackson. Oh the line is, first comes love. I got it! Do you have it? Okay, come on, come on. Whew, Jesus. 